Hey guys, before we get into the episode, you all know I'm a huge fan of fashion and I have been ever since I was a little girl. And my first job, by the way, was actually at Macy's. And my love for fashion began when I started there because I worked in the fragrance department, but of course my eye was always on the clothes and the makeup and everything related to style. But here's the thing, my relationship with Macy's didn't end once my days of asking people walking by if they wanted a sample of the latest scents came to an end. Nearly 20 years later, I still find myself choosing Macy's time and time again for literally everything. It's become a really beautiful full circle moment that they've been such amazing supporters of our show for so long. And when it comes to shopping, they have everything you need, whether I need a last minute outfit or Kevin needs a last minute outfit for our friend's wedding. We always head to Macy's. They've got us covered. So if you're in need of some retail therapy, perhaps, or looking to spruce up your home or your lifestyle, check out Macy's friends. I've curated a list of some of my favorite items that have helped me upgrade so many parts of my life, really my fashion the most, but of course home and baby and so much more. So check the link in the description and happy shopping Hill Squad. Yeah, I'll have a blue, 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 Blue Christmas Eve Eve. Yeah. You know why it's gonna be blue? Because I've just quit. I can't do it, Kelsey, anymore. I just can't do it. Wait a second. The people Oh my goodness, the people from RGF came and wrote me letters. Telling me how grateful they were for my shows this week. On Patreon. Thank you. Stacy, Angie, Alyssa, all of you. That's what I said, Kelsey. I didn't know the RGF fans had such kind. How can I feel gladder? Prouder. Yep. Yeah, and I did. I blew my nose too because this flu. Isn't it wonderful, dear? That's Kelsey. Yeah, when Kelsey went out. Kelsey got me a holiday and all those nice letters for my birthday. Oh, no. Taking RGF off? Nonsense. Yeah, why are we standing around, Kelsey? Load up the sleigh. Harness the team. Touch my coat. But what about your count? Your flu, your cortisol levels. Your Hashimoto's. feels fine. Never felt younger. Never felt stronger. Haven't got a symptom any longer, people. It's Christmas Eve Eve. Finally. No time to waste, Kelsey. Tonight we ride, baby. Tonight we do ride on this very special Christmas Eve Eve. Kelsey. Talk to me. It's Christmas Eve Eve. Merry Christmas Eve Eve, Kelsey. And on to you, Kevin. And on to you. Good for you, Kelsey. Wow. So listen, what, a, what a day. I remind any of our new viewers, Christmas Eve Eve, uh, Jeffrey Crane Graham, if you listen to yesterday's show, he is the father of Christmas Eve Eve. He used to produce Better Together. 
And Jeff was the one who taught us, didn't show up for work one day. It was Christmas Eve Eve. He said, wait a second, Christmas Eve Eve is a holiday. So freaking funny. I didn't know. So, there I, you like, go. Leave it to Jeffrey Crane Graham to just not show up and be like, it's Christmas Eve Eve. But it's Christmas Eve Eve because that's what a legal holiday. What are y'all talking about? Oh, my God. But it is. It is. It truly is. And by the way, I'm now, I'm so drinking the, the Jeff Graham eggnog. The spiked eggnog because yeah. I know I'm I'm loving Christmas Eve Eve more than Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. Christmas Eve Eve is something special because there's like no expectations. It's see, just a good day. See, there was never such an RGF Christmas Eve Eve. Wow. On Eve, sorry. Let me help Shirley Booth. Doesn't matter. Though the great gale roars, though nobody else would budge outdoors. Snug in your bed while the tempest drums, you can count your blessings with yep. fingers and thumbs. Yearly, newly, faithfully, truly, somehow Santa Claus always. That's right. Uncle Kev always comes through with RGF with Auntie Kelsey. That's right. This is what happened to me. I was heard to say, remember I said this, Kelsey? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm getting up. Loaded up There'll be the no year without an RGF, people. Sorry. I dreamed unhappy things. No true words were spoken. You guys, I dreamed unhappy things, too. But you know what? I'm going to just confuse specials. My heart dude. 10 places like the Grinch. Oh, needless to say, yes. I'm starting to really become a bigger fan of uh, Christmas Eve Eve. Yeah. Because I just feel like it's a great day. People are still working, but then you can go visit them at work, bring them your (laughs) bottle, you know, bring them a nice (laughs) bottle as we do back east. Beautiful. All the the paisans, all the gendaloons. Oh, yeah. We bring you a nice bottle. I feel like it's a fake, even if you're working, though, it's a fake work day, you know? It's a fake. Best day to work. I used to say all the time when we'd get called into work. She'd be like, we have to work. And all the other hosts get off. I go, Maria, these are the best days to work. Because first of all, it's usually way more chill. Mm -hmm. And second of all, you know, everyone kind of knows that it kind of sucks to be working. So everyone (laughs) is, no, but so everyone's a little bit more empathetic and more. You know, a little kinder. It's funny. Shout out to the good people over at Extra and Telepictures um, who used to make everyone work Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. The, um, but unfortunately, the people running it weren't, weren't, weren't working. And unfortunately, they took this like sinister pleasure in making everyone work. Mm-hmm. Where literally no one is watching that show that day. And everyone else would just pre-tape. Um, nope. And it was like they were just so proud and so excited. Um, I'll never forget, even in the carny business, there was a guy, when I went to work for a rival company, his sons, the owner's sons who worked in, you know, in Wall Street, whatever, I'll, they would kind of work sometimes on the weekends with us. And I'll never forget the one son he loved. This is why he loved the holiday season, Kelsey, because it was when all the his staff under him came up for their bonuses and he got to tell them 
no. why they weren't getting it. God. He's like, they'll come up to me so excited and they'll have everything written, everything written out. This is how he talked. Everything and a big grin on his face as he's telling me, and they got it all written out <laughs> why they should do this, why they should get that, made down to the down to the dollar of what they should get for their bonus. And then I'm able to just say to them, no, 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 you know, refute every point, send them out in their way. It's beautiful. I'm like, that's so messed up. Yeah, it's beautiful. Really, I'm like, yeah, and that's your life. I digress. I digress. But anyway, for the rest of us, Christmas Eve, Eve, it's a great day. By the way, Kelsey, I, I'm going to tell you this week, I hope. Um, it's been all Kev radio all the time. And uh, I'm sorry about that because I try to do that. Obviously, I've said that because uh, Marie needs the breather, Kelsey needs breather, even though Santa. Needs the breather. <laughs> um, Santa needs but, the breather. But I tell you, I, that year without a Santa Claus, it really inspires me and it resonates with me because that's how I feel. I feel like, you know, I feel like I've, I've done enough. I've said enough doing this. And I feel like I just want to take a break too, you know, and it's not worth it to keep pushing my body and pushing my body. But then I see that and the way Santa got a holiday from his people, but then that gave him the strength to go, no, a holiday, nonsense. But that's nonsense. kind of like, but I right, feel like, like you just would, need it granted. And then you'll be like, nah, but that's kind of the RGF community. Cause they're always <laughs> like, take time off, take time off. Like they're good about yeah. it. But then yeah, they you know, always when tell you, you too. But when you see that and hear that appreciation, you'd say holiday nonsense. <laughs> Harness up the sleigh, Kelsey. Harness up the sleigh. Uh, anyway. Happy Christmas. Merry Christmas Eve Eve to you, Kelsey. And unto you. Thank you very much. Yeah. So anyway, if you're new to Christmas Eve Eve, one of the things is the Christmas Eve Eve tradition is if someone wishes you a Merry Christmas Eve Eve, you respond. And unto you. And unto you. So yeah. So just just giving you just some tips on Christmas, um, Christmas Eve Eve, you know? Just this is a few also Kev, this is kind of crazy. Mm. This is our third Christmas together Kels, isn't that man, weird yeah it is you know here's the thing guys note to everyone i'm just telling you right now i'm going to tell you all the things no one says um after 25 life flies and then it just flies faster and faster and faster it's so every scary. year that passes out oh yeah yeah it just does and that's why i listen the one silver lining if you have lost people in these last few years I know some people have lost people during this holiday season. Besides telling you that, you know, I do believe that they they are with us firmly. They're right with us every step of the way. In addition to that, I will say life goes so fast. You're going to see him again in a minute. So just, you know, enjoy your life and, and remember, you know, that's what your loved ones would want from you anyway, to enjoy your life and be happy. But, it does go so fast. So in a blink, you'll see them again. You know, you'll see them again. And and sooner than you think. Um, and you can but, talk to them. That's what I do. I talk to them every day. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, listen, I see. Hard this I feel like Lisa, Maria's mom, is doing 
so much work behind the scenes. Oh, yeah. And I remember, I'll tell you, man, I, listen, if you're not a wrestling fan, okay, so if you've, like Steve the Steamer, he knows all his life lessons he learned from Vince McMahon, the WWE. He learned some things from Dusty Rhodes, too, at WCW. Um, I've learned more from Vince McMahon than his storylines of right and wrong. But for the rest of the world, you know, there are other ways to learn lessons. Um, Star Trek, Star Wars, TV shows, movies. But there's that great scene in the 19... I'll tell you, the first Star Wars... um, I have some movies out there that I consider my version of Dianetics. You know, that you just... All the lessons you need are right in this one movie. But I will say the first Star Wars, um, when Obi-Wan is Kenobi is fighting with Darth Vader in a very poignant moment. They're battling back and forth. They're having a lightsaber duel. And at some point, Obi-Wan just lowers his saber. And he says to Vader, strike me down now. And I shall become more powerful than you can ever imagine. And I'm t- it, that moment, that line, but also that moment is so layered. So, and because there's so much that comes out of it. So, for, so Darth Vader reacts like all dark forces do. Can't help but swing the saber. Like, wait, this is a free play to kill you? I'm taking it. So it, there's a lesson there. Because the bad guy, if you, you, no matter what, the bad narcissist, as I've always said to you, the one thing you can count on with them is they will always do the wrong thing. If they are presented with the right thing to do or the wrong thing, they will 100% always do the wrong thing. So can't even help it. Totally is going to swing the saber. However, what happens is he kills Obi-Wan Kenobi, but then there's no body. And Darth Vader is like stepping on the cloak that's on the ground. And he's confused. Like, wait, wait where's his body? Why isn't he like sliced in half? But if you follow Star Wars, Obi-Wan Kenobi passes on and becomes a spirit out there speaking to Luke uh, and guiding Luke Sky- the living Luke Skywalker. And truly, that's what helps bring down the entire empire. But he said to him, strike me down now and I'll become more powerful than you can ever imagine. And I feel like that's Lita out there. I said, Maria, I, you know, I said, you're going to see a lot of good things happen for you with your mom. And I, I believe it. Um, it's funny. I didn't expect to bring up that metaphor, but I also will tell you, if you're the one holding the saber, you know, unless it is a, you're literally, it's your life or the person's don't, don't strike the, your enemy down. Unless, like I said, unless it is your life or theirs, I understand that. Or the life or family or that, I understand. But, um, you know, that's a 0.01% situation we'll be in. But don't strike them down because my experience is most of the time, if they're a worthy adversary, they will become more powerful than you can ever imagine. Because usually they get knocked down and what happens is they learn how to rebuild and reinvent themselves. So now they're twice as strong when they're back and they've got more of a reason than ever. And you're teaching them lessons that you don't want to gift them, you know, by knocking them down. Best thing is just walk away. And then on the flip side, 
um, if you're on the receiving end, trust that as long as you do not turn to addictive ways or being evil or cutthroat or cheating or anything like that, when you get knocked down, struck down, no, you will become more powerful than you can ever imagine. You will become so much stronger, so much more resilient, so many better things will happen. I promise you. To the point now where I've said it to people, don't do it. Don't, because here's that. Now I'm like relaxed about it. I had an incident a few years ago here at, at AfterBuzz, and I remember just being like, eh, here's the thing don't do it because you're literally just going to waste all of your time doing it. And I'm just going to come back way bigger, way stronger, way more powerful. Good news for you is I'm not going to use those powers to smite, smite you you know, which the next person would. So fair warning for to do to someone else, but also not going to do anything to help you. And you're going to lose a really good friend. So just you're wasting your time. Walk the F away because that's how it's going to go. But that's how it, it's gone for me. I, I, and, and I, you know, I think of the people that struck me down, you know, I wouldn't be, I'm so grateful to them now because everything I have is from that from the people who struck me down. And so I think of Maria um, and the same thing with them. I just remember saying like, just walk away because she's resilient as hell. She's got a very strong will. Uh, yes, she was on the ropes. Yes, she wanted to quit many times. But remember, she's got her Obi-Wan in me. Because I used to say when I got struck down, I used to always say, well, Maria, you can't kill a ghost. Now I'm your ghost. I'm your Obi-Wan. And I'm always going to protect you and look out for you um, and be your guardian. And I was. And so I'm like, so I say that to even the Marines, people just walking, uh, you better just walking away because you're not going to get your way. She's only, everything you're doing is only going to make her more powerful. And so now, cut to, Maria makes her Christmas movie this week, which crushes in the ratings. And just to give you a little bit of how the sausage is made. Um, her movie was made for literally one quarter, almost one fifth of the price of the other Lifetime movies. Number one. Number two, her movie was not a Lifetime original. So when you're a Lifetime original, Lifetime's going to put up all the billboards. Lifetime's going to run all the ads. Maria's wasn't. It was done by an independent, independent financing. And um, Alexander Kane, great producer who you know i just bowed to because he's the one that took that dollar and stretched it out to make it look like they spent three or four million when they didn't they spent a fraction maria's on a saturday night which is a good night but it's a saturday night toward christmas which it's a lot of christmas pies a lot of last minute shopping the other a lot of the other movies out there had either known Christmas and Lifetime stars or multiple in the movies. So it's just little old Maria. And it's this small little budget. And guess what? It was the top performing film of Lifetime. And then maybe it's one or two others that maybe got 30, literally 20 or 30,000 more people. But when you go down to dollars and cents, Maria's cost a fifth of the price to make. You know what? who's the success. And when you know the time that they put Maria's up and the date, you know which one is success. And again, when I think of people in the business that knocked Maria 
down, it just pushed her, pushed her to do better together. And now heel squad pushed her, you know, to say, and by the way, some timing and some luck too, and some releasing, you know, because we did the first Christmas movie where she was a co-star. And I said to Maria, God, I said, we need to be thinking about making another one. And she was like, eh, I don't know about that, Kev. I mean, I did it and it was fun. She's like, but eh, just, I'm really focusing on the show and health and I want to get better and I wanted to get people better. And it's like, okay. And I had learned in 2022, and if anyone asked me my biggest lesson, and they think I went over this in one of my many, many Lonely Guy shows, but one of my biggest lessons was, um, was releasing, releasing from attachments, you know, releasing from outcomes. And this great example of Maria was like, yeah, yeah, I don't know. And so then she gets a call from the director of their first movie. Uh, and, and he's like, listen, I just got independent financing. It's a tiny budget. There's really not much money. Um, would you do it? And Maria was still like, eh, you know, I, and I just said, Maria, come on, got to do it. Like you, you know, like go back 20 years. It was, you wanted to act. You wanted to star movies. Like imagine 20 years ago, if you were offered that, you would have been like, holy crap. I mean, we got to do it. And so of course we go and do it and the rest is history. But she, she did release and she was struck down, which made her more powerful, but also made her powerful to the point where she learned release. She learned like, I'm not going to be attached to all this because when you are attached outcomes now, you, you almost have a weakness. Because you're desperate. And that's why, like, your enemies, they, because they're attached to all their outcomes, that's why they're so obsessed. Because they are. They're attached to all those outcomes and those Dang. achievements and those accolades. Right, Kels? Yeah. Yeah. That's what weighs them down. By Ooh. the way, if you just hear me, like, pontificate, it's because Kelsey's being nice and muting herself because she probably has, what, our dogs acting. I do. I do. It's it's Christmas Eve Eve. You have to be forgiving with us. Kelsey, I they want to hear from you, not okay. Okay. I'll let the dogs bark. No, it's loud mouth middle-aged white guy over here. Yes, they do. No, I think that that because I feel like I always learn through you. It's like Kev will learn a lesson, and then I'm like, oh damn, that's really good. And I think the releasing of um outcomes is a really, really huge one. I, I know that. I've talked about this before, but I kind of looked at my career that way. I guess I was like Maria in the sense I know Maria was like that too. I never really had that one thing that I was like going for, going for, going for. So then I was never necessarily disappointed because I never like, so it's kind of, I feel like, but also, also Kelsey, you grew up with more. Yeah. So when you grew up with nothing, and again, that's why, you know, if you do grow up poor or you do grow up with parents who aren't supporting you, I know it sucks, but remember, these are things that drive you. Like, this is what drives you. I know a lot of kids who just don't have that drive Yeah, because they, you know what I mean? They they don't have that, they don't have that extra push in them right. because um, they don't have hunger because mm. yeah. they're, they're so well fed. Um, yeah. And by the way, you have more than most, Kelsey, like your, yeah. your work ethic is amazing. Um, but you also, like, there's a little bit of desperation with Maria where it was For like- sure. It was like mom and dad are poor. He's very unhealthy. Yeah. I have been taking care of them since I was four years old. And if I leave, I got to leave. And I got, I mean, remember asking me, why do you want to yeah. make it? And, you know, it wasn't because I want to be so famous. And I want, like, I need mm-hmm. to be famous. I've heard all that from people. It was like, Kevin, I, I just, I just want to take care of my parents. Right. Like, this is all fun for me. And it's, you know, I've, I've always dreamed it. Like, but I just want to, I really want to be able to take care of my parents. Mm. But that was the, 
drive and resilience. By the way, one of the reasons why she didn't give up was that because it was like, yeah, they need me. Right. You know, they need me. I can't. Right. Um, but I think too, in both, it's like, so she, that was, that was her dream, right? Like that was like, just to, just to take care of them. It wasn't yeah. like, like, you know, we've talked about how it's like, you know, you have, you have that friend who's like, Oh, I want to be, I want to be an agent. And then they get there and it's like, ah, yeah. you know, so it's like, yeah. that, it's that whole idea though. I think the releasing from outcomes, it's like, it just, it weighs it, every, all of that just weighs. You get on rid you. of it. It does. And it's, you're disappointed, you're happy. right? Yeah. The minute you just, I tell you, I have things going on in my life right now. A lot of exciting things. And um, I, I just keep not focusing on outcomes or attachments. Like, Hey, great. If it happens, if it happens, great. If not, okay. Yeah. I'm just going to do me. I'm just going to keep going though. I'm just going to, yeah, keep doing the but, work. You know, going, just be but, present and mm, keep doing things you love and, yeah. you know, and, and, um, that will come. Yeah. I, I, you know, but you know, it's funny cause I, you know, we went off on a tangent here, but I did want to talk about, it's funny cause must, maybe cause of, uh, there was a big, 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 big giant showrunner, very famous showrunner. Um, it's got like probably like 10 shows on the air. Uh, emailed Maria this week and said, Hey, remember you got a reel? Because she must have read the trades and seen, you know, yeah. uh, her in the movie and how well it did. And so I had a, Maria said, can you make an acting reel? You and Steven make a uh, cut an acting reel for me. And my God, we haven't done one of these in like years. So I had to go through all of the footage. And, and it just anyway, just again, more inside baseball. But a reel, a talent reel is when you take um, your best scenes, highlights, yeah. highlights of different things you've done performing. And you cut it together and that's your reel. And so when I went through the reel, I'm like, okay, it's a fantastic four with, here's her and Chris Evans. Okay. Only one of the biggest movie stars in the world. Okay. Here's with Ben Stiller. Same thing. And Robert Mindy Kaling. Now, then, okay. Then there's Mindy who is she singing. Then yep. I'm over at One Tree Hill, which yep. had Michael Murray Chad and, Michael and Murray. Sophia Bush. Yep. And uh, then, Recently, Pentaver with Mike Myers mm-hmm. and Keegan Michael Key, Keegan Michael Key, and then uh, Rob Lowe, and then I'm over at um, I did the this this recent Christmas, movie. and as and there's other things. Oh, and Scrubs, she's with Zach Braff, yeah. And I'm editing all together, and <laughs> so many emotions came through me because I said, mm. "God, you're really good at this. You're a really good actor," and I'm like, and you showed. There's so much range. I go, Maria, and I was explaining this to you too, Kelsey. There's comedy is a different art form. And I just, some of the recently just worked with people who are like very successful dramatic actors and butchered every comedy line they got because they don't know how to deliver a comedy mm-hmm. line. So usually that's why comedians actually do, comedians actually do very well when they go into drama and, but not the other way around. Drama, people who do drama usually struggle with comedy. But what I was so impressed with this reel, I'm like, wait, Maria, you're singing, you're doing comedy, you're doing drama, doing some heavy drama too, you know? And uh, so on the one hand, I was just really proud and blown away. But then I was like, wow, we totally forgot about this. We, Mm. this was not Maria's, this was no longer on our radar. We were no longer pursuing careers, auditioning for anything, nothing. And were it not for Ryan McPartland, and again, you know, you always talk, I always try to 
say how grateful I am to certain people and how you never forget. It was with Ryan McPartland, who came up to us at Mark Burnett's party, Christmas party, a couple of years ago. Yeah. And said, how's your mom? And he's a very sensitive guy. Um, and said, you know, uh, uh, I, I know you guys love Christmas and I, we love you on Howard. And he's like, you know, I make these Christmas movies and, you, spend, you know, and that's how she became co-star in that other film. And mm-hmm. now she's making this. And I said, so, you know, okay, note to self, Ryan has to be rewarded uh, over these years um, for that. But were it not for Ryan, I don't know. Just, I mean, Mike Myers mm-hmm. called Maria, but, yeah. but she's, she's also playing herself maria but even she's playing like it's the, any actor will tell you very hard to play himself Cher a couple times had to play herself and was her worst acting Cher's really yeah and she That's said it's, re- it's really hard to, i could i every time if you had me play myself very hard if i become an act a character do something with an accent right because you can put easy, yourself in that easy mm. it's really hard but at the same time, it's still, you know, in her brain, Maria's, by the way, she did The Boys too, which is what, yeah. right now the best probably one-hour drama being made. And um, <clears throat> as I edited all this together, I realized, holy crap, like, we, we allowed people to block this out. And you know, I'm always joking, but I love playing with the millennials and the Gen Z. Where I'm like, do not let anyone dim your light. Dim your you know? light. And, and again, we use this stuff like, like for your generation, which it's like, you know, you, you got a mosquito bite and someone, <laughs> your, your light's been dimmed. Yep. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's and right. it's a, but, but with empathy, um, yeah, a lot of people we do let. And I said, you know, Maria, we let, we, I, we let him. Now, granted, we also were so busy fighting, so busy defending, mm-hmm. so busy, you know, being hunted and trying to avoid and evade and 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 try to, you know, um, escape these little tiny tiny terrariums they were putting us in. I mean, you know, and and I have to say, especially old Hollywood, it's about using you in the moment for their needs, and then it's right to the dumpster with you because they don't, there's this weird thing where if you go and succeed somewhere else, somehow you look like a failure for letting that person go. So they have to destroy you. What a gross, gross way of looking at it. That's been Hollywood. Now you're going to still see some of it Kels, because we, even the young generation has been trained by the older generation. It's Mm. going away. And, and by the way, it's gone away for practical reasons because there's so many other options now that you can't defeat unless you find a way to cancel them. Mm. You can't do the games before like you used to where blackball, but you can, you can dim their light. You can, you can, you know, I mean, study what they put Suzanne Summers through study, like the things they do in our business to just literally try to just destroy a person's life and livelihood because they have to prove they're right. And they have to prove that they're not the idiots for letting you go. It's like you were the, you were the lack, you just didn't have the talent. You were a jerk. You were this, you right. were that. And um, we had to fight all that, but what what got compromised, you know, including Maria's health, obviously with the tumor uh, and many other issues, was the fact that she's like, I just can't, I can't, I can't go, I can't take on another thing. I can't go on auditions. I just can't, I got to let that go. Um, and 
timing wise, that's fine because it wasn't a lot of time in the day to go and audition and prep for a role. But she was a big enough star where she could have approached any one of her showrunner star friends said, Hey, you got something for me. And they would have put her in, but that stopped too. And I said, you know, Maria, like all of this talent that you have would never have been realized. And I said, and I, and again, grateful to Ryan. And, but at the same time, we allowed our light to be dimmed. And I said, and I, as much as I'm Linus in the pumpkin patch, Shout out to the Christmas specials. We love podcasts. Shout out. <laughs> okay, listen to me. It's still two days away from Christmas, you guys. You got to check out the Christmas specials. We love podcasts. Merry it's Christmas like, Eve, Eve. Merry Christmas. And on to you, Kelsey. Thank you. Um, but we cover, uh, uh, this week we did Charlie Brown Christmas, mm-hmm. which we were like, oh, it's a half hour episode. So it'll be quick. <laughs> Ended up, we had to do a two-part. It was yeah, so, jokes on us. <laughs> so much to unpack. Um, but anyway, um, why did I even bring up the Christmas specials? I, because really, because you were talking about what, Linus and the you were Linus in the pumpkin. Oh, patch. I'm Linus in the pumpkin patch of of uh, of the Hel- the Charlie Brown Halloween. Um, it's the great pumpkin Charlie Brown because Linus never gave up believing, and I'm right. that one who stays in the pumpkin patch till it's freezing <laughs> over. Who will never stop? But even I, I gave up and got defeated and forgot how mm. talented you were. So I just think um, it's a message to everyone out there. Um, if you know in your heart and there's something you want to do or pursue, yeah, just you have to put your blinders on, block them out and do it. And don't let, just don't, 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 because you will look back and you'll regret it, you know, when you're older. And we've talked about the difference mm-hmm. between regret and failure. Yeah. And we all kind of agree regret is more powerful than failure. Mm-hmm. And um, how you put it to me the other day too, Kev, when we were talking about bringing this up was, not letting outside forces. I just, I like that terminology, not letting outside forces no. destroy your dreams. Because, and oof. listen, hell no. So th- there's a terribly cynical saying that there's only two times in the world that people root for you when you're born and when you die, other than your parents. Think about it, right? You're born, oh my God, go look at the little baby, Kelsey, she's so cute. Oh my God, Kelsey's gone, Kelsey, she was the oh. nicest. But then in between, wow. it's like, Jelly donuts, jelly beans. <laughs> yeah, all the know, jellies. Jelly roll. All, Jello. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, Jello. Just jealous. You know, Gross. there's that. There's you, when you're taking the road less travel, you bring out the insecurities of the other people who didn't have the courage to do that. So then they have to verbalize it to you. Um, mm-hmm. Then there's people who generally love you and are afraid for you. And they're, they're going to be, oh, don't do it because of this. Or don't, aren't you afraid of that? And, they're not many of those people, but they're out there. That's, you're going to get that more from parents. But those are the outside forces. Yeah. You've got to just be, you know, in your zone. And I, I said to me, I said, I really want to talk, share this on regular guy Friday. Cause I, I said, I, on the one hand, I'm super impressed yeah. with this, but on the other hand, I'm a little bit, um, pissed. He, well, yeah, it moved. I'm, I'm moved. Uh, I'm impressed mm. that we, that all those other life forces and this wouldn't even be happening. See, Max even knows. Max gets it. This wouldn't even be happening. So, you know, that was just something I wanted to bring up. Let's, um, on this Christmas Eve Eve. Christmas Eve Eve. Let's take you a know break. What? Wait, before we go, Kev, uh, I feel yes, like dear. this is, if Max will let me speak, Maximus, Maximus, I feel like it's a good, we always talk about having your, your word for 2023. Kelsey, and I was thinking. What? This is me. 
You were saying say it for after the break? Mr. Vegas. No, I was thinking. Oh, what? I was thinking we would do this on um, next Friday's show because that's <gasps> a New Year's okay, Eve Okay, well, what a tease. Show. New oh, Year's Eve okay, Eve show. Okay, okay. okay, so we'll tease okay. that. Let's take okay. a break and we'll be right back. When you're on the go 24-7 like me, guys, finding ways to make life easier is so important for my health and sanity. (laughs) And that's exactly what my friends at Macy's do for me. From working there as a teenager to now going to them for so many of my daily essentials, it's been my go-to for so many years. And having everything in one place is such a time saver for me. With being a first-time mom, for a while now, as you know, I've had plenty of those and being able to rely on them for all the things has been amazing. Plus having everything in one place has made being a new mom just a little bit easier for me. So I know we're all focusing on our families, our health, hopefully our jobs and everything in between, but It's time to make your life a little easier. And to help you out, I've curated all of my essentials from Macy's for you and the whole fam. All the details are in the show notes below, or you can just click the link in the description to get your hands on them too. I have some new picks on there. This little bomber jacket, this little black dress. You're gonna love it. All right, friends, let's talk about something we all do. Snack. Trust me, I've definitely overindulged in the past, but as you know, I am focused on my health these days. And I think I found the healthier snack that you don't have to lose out on the flavor. And it's definitely become my go-to. It first came into the house because of Kevin. He was obsessed with wonderful pistachios. And then I got addicted. And now it's in my travel bag. I don't leave home without it. It's in our glove compartments because they don't melt. Right now, my favorite flavor is the sweet chili flavor. It feels like some of the naughtier kind of snacks I used to use where I used to lick my fingers after. Now I lick them and I feel safer. Um, Plus, wonderful pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. That's crazy, guys. So if you're looking for the perfect snack, trust me and head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com to snag a bag of wonderful pistachios. You're going to love them. I remember my mom always struggling with her hair. It's Frizi Maria, my mom would say in her Greek accent. Tiehis, what do you have? I tried so hard to find her products. I wish I could share these products I'm using now with her because I know she would be so happy to finally have good hair days. I've always believed that hair is a woman's best accessory. And with Way's new anti-frizz cream, you can ensure that your hair always looks its best without the frizz stealing the spotlight. It's a lightweight cream that not only provides immediate frizz control, but also helps prevent heat damage. And get this, it lasts up to 72 hours. That's three whole days of frizz-free, gorgeous hair. Way seriously has some of my favorite products for taming the frizz. Pro tip, one of my biggest discoveries is using the Way hair oil on the ends of my hair before I dry it. Let me tell you, it's a game changer. Once it's dry, my hair looks so smooth and polished. I don't even need to do anything else. It is incredible. I love it. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter the promo code Squad for 15% off any product. That's the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, promo code Squad. Trust me, you won't regret it. Merry Christmas Eve, Eve, Kelsey. And on to you, Kevin. And Merry Christmas Eve, Eve, regular guys and regular gals out there. Regular the way, people. I hate the idea. This is one time I hate that we fooled them. I don't want to fool mm-hmm. anyone during Christmas, and I don't want to get to Christmas, you guys. I don't want to fool our way through this week or this season. <laughs> I know. I, I, you but, know, I, I really didn't even realize that Christmas is like 
two days away. I, I thought it was like still December 10th. <laughs> like it's what? Christmas. It's Christmas Eve Eve. It's Christmas Shout Eve. out to Jeffrey Crane Graham. I am so excited for today. I'm gonna, I think I'm going to have the best Christmas Eve Eve ever. Me too. I'm getting my parents from the airport tonight. Nice. Mm-hmm. Little early evening uh, land at LAX. So it's be great. As usual, I forego because I thought we'd be done here today at AfterBuzz. Uh, Lily and Francis were here working, and no. yeah, no. So I'm like, oh, like, so I'll be over here. But no, it's okay because my this the hood over here in North Hollywood is nice. I get well, I can take care of my peeps. That's so true. I have, I, have, I have my crew over at Tom's. They have to Shout be, out. you know, we love them there. A little something to keep keep it fair with them. And then I've got <laughs> my mechanic Sam and Tony. Ugh, they're the Greg's best. Alterations, crew. yeah, my crew, Greg and Mama, right around the corner. Who are they? And then, I, you've never been to the people, Greg and Mama. I told you I was going to take you to them for the alterations. Oh, that's right. But I've they're been. my people. Oh, they're amazing. I can't wait because Nordstrom just messed up my pants. So, oh, Mama will fix them. Excuse me. Yeah, I'll bring you over, I Mama. Thank you. Mama will take care of her. Lucy and Line is playing, and you know what? That Love is it. from. A Charlie Brown Christmas, which, as we said, Christmas specials we love podcast covered it. If uh, if you haven't listened, please get over there and listen, subscribe, give us five stars and a nice rating. Yep. We'd appreciate it because uh, we need the motivation to come back for season two because there's so many <laughs> other specials to cover. So many other specials. And by the way, you know what I am going to say? Hmm. I saw the Charlie Brown Christmas in a whole new light. I hadn't seen it in many years. It's not, I loved it. it. It wasn't on my docket of yeah. annual specials to watch, but really a beautiful piece and, and very progressive. My favorite of all the ones we watched. So far. <laughs> Which I don't know how Kevin felt about that. But. Yeah, no. Well, I, listen, I think it's unfair, Kelsey, um, because you're so busy. Even Maria said, so Kevin... You're not getting Kelsey. Kelsey's like so overwhelmed with work. Like she's not really absorbing these things. Like, yeah, so she's true. not. So, you know, you're getting a quarter Kelsey. True. So. But I really did love Charlie Brown Christmas. And I have, um, I really want to do Shit's Creek, their Christmas special next uh, for season well, two. Listen, kids, you know, and you can even tell us too, what are the specials you want us to cover? I think we have, we even have a phone number that the great Ann Sleeman who's one of the hosts and producers over at the Christmas specials. We love podcast. Yeah. We have a text number. You can even text us, but you can go to actually, you know what? If you go to the Christmas specials, we love.com website. I think all the info is there. You can text us from there. Um, you know, something interesting came up too about, um, imposter syndrome. Ooh, that's a good topic. Yeah. And, that's uh, a tough one. And no, and, and I'll tell you, it, it 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 ties back to the Charlie Brown Christmas because one of the things we do with the on the Christmas specials with our podcast is we we don't just talk about the specials and break down the scenes. We do that, but we also get into the production history and the notes and things like that. And I'm a history major, plus I love show our business and I love uh, I love the how the sausage gets made. But learning about Charles Schultz, the creator of Charlie Brown, was in peanuts was super revealing. Um, but it came up, the subject of imposter syndrome came, came up with Stephen Mew, a man at 30. And, um, he was asking me about it and, um, 
how to deal with it. And I said, you know, from what I understand, everyone suffers from it. I do. And um, I don't know about Maria again because Greeks are different. Greeks just like they're just Teflon. I mean, I just Greeks are a different breed. Different. I mean, you know, yeah. I, I, if you follow Game of Thrones and the the Khaleesi walks out of the fire with the three dragon's eggs. We'd all be burned to a crisp. That'd be Maria. She walks out of the fire with the three eggs. Um, no, but I think she has her moments too. She does. But, but I tell you, I hear, I hear it's something that is really um, prevalent with, with everybody. They say everybody has that moment goes, wait, come on. I just completely full of crap. I mean, listen, one of the lonely guy, guy episodes, I went over the, I did a scene from, I played the scene from Rocky where it's like, screw you, creepo. Yeah, who are you to be giving advice to anyone? I'm like, that's how I feel so often. Um, Which is so crazy to me. Yeah, but I do. I feel like, what am I doing? Like, I, I, I am in no position to be, you know, pontificating or giving advice. Or just, you know, like, what do I, I, you know, you just have those, you have those moments. And, yeah. uh, but, but, but here's the thing about Schultz. I was, and this I explained to Stephen. Um, Schultz felt it, you know, he felt, um, he talked out of both sides of his mouth as I often do, but in terms of his, seeing his work as art, um, he said, you know, I'd walk into a, an exhibit and I, I'm like, well, I'm, I'm just a comic book artist. It's not art. He's like, but then I would see a big, you know, white canvas and just a black swash of paint. And some modern artist calling themselves, calling that art. He's like, well, come on. I'm, my peanut sketches are more art than that. He's like, but then I go and see Monet and Picasso and be like, oh, no, no, I'm not art. Um, but he told a story about Walt Disney. And he went to work. He, he applied to work for Walt Disney. He never met him. He said he never met him. But that's, it's, it wouldn't be crazy for him to have met him because Walt was very hands-on with his animators, with his company. It wasn't like he was some rock star up in the clouds. You know, he, 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 he was very present. And, um, but when Charles Schultz went to interview with Disney, they, they flat out rejected him. It wasn't even like, Hey, we like your stuff. We have nothing. It was like, no, this is crap. You, you get out of here. And, um, you know, so here's Schultz, who doesn't already doesn't really feel like he's an artist. He also felt very plain, plain looking, very ordinary. And that's you see that in Charlie Brown. But the way he handled it was he took that energy and he just went and worked harder. So he didn't quit. He didn't let them dim his light. He didn't step, quit like Marie and I did. He was you like, no. Nope. quit? On the acting thing, we did. Oh, we did. Oh, I told oh. you. It's just everything smiled on us and it all worked. And I think mm. Lisa and the universe and I think the good guys had one coming to them. You know, mm. I mean, listen, I don't want to say that because we've clearly had many come to us. Okay. So I want to be clear. Uh, we're very, very, we're very blessed. Um, but he had imposter syndrome too. He's like, well, I'm not. he sometimes thought he was an artist, but other times like, cause he'd say, well, why he isn't car book art art. And then he was, would say, well, 
he'd see the Picassos and the Monets and he'd say, well, I'm not an artist, I'm not an artist. And then he even said toward the end of his life, he's like, listen, you're only an artist if you transcend generations. And he's like, can I speak to this generation? And that's fine. And I'll be forgotten. And little, you know, here we are, um, you know, a couple, I think a decade or two after his death, I think he died in 2000. So yeah, 20 years after his death and like Snoopy and Charlie Brown, but especially Snoopy is going strong. It doesn't look like it's going anywhere. And if we, when we talked on the show, they still make, he, they, he makes more as a dead celebrity than, than Len, than John yeah, Lennon. Elizabeth those numbers. Taylor, and one other person combined her year. Nuts. So he clearly is an artist, but he used all of that as motivation, the rejection from Disney. And he did say at the end, he goes, yeah, and I wonder what Walt thinks wherever he is that my star in the walk of fame is right next to his. <laughs> and he further went on to say that he's like, you know, his work was beautiful and their work was beautiful. He said, but you know what it wasn't? It wasn't funny. There's no sense of humor over there. And he goes, and I would have brought that. And I would have made, I would have added something and I would have made it better. Um, but the bigger point was he had that bravado. He had that confidence, but then yet he had those moments of like, well, I'm not really an artist and I'm just a plain person. And um, who am I? And he just worked harder. He just put it into work. And I said, so I was, cause Steven was going over the various reactions to feeling like an imposter and some people go low. So they feel like an imposter and then they go out and hurt other people and make sure, you know, that they're not an imposter, you know, they overcompensate, um, but in nasty ways uh, or sadly they quit and walk away or they're broken. Yeah. But I really like that was the most constructive way to deal with it was like, just work harder. Mm-hmm. He didn't go out and create some vendetta against Disney. He didn't, you know, or but he didn't give up. But even his school, you know, his life, he was, uh, and again, talk about, you know, strike me down now and I'll become more powerful than you can ever imagine. You know, like from, uh, from Star Wars, you know, but like he got, if he didn't get rejected from Disney, he might have just become a Disney artist employee and that's it. Rejection is protection. And we never would have had, but he, but he also wouldn't have had that angst, Kelsey. Right. To drive him to go. But that's what I, but that's what I mean. Yeah. It's protection from that, but it also fueled yeah. him in other ways. Like I always. Well, it I, did because he took it in the right way. And I, so I always mm, urge people like, don't, please don't roll over. And it. I don't want to yeah. be genderist. That's my fake word. I love <laughs> shout out to Ali G in, in his term racialist. Shout out. But um, I feel like a lot of women, and I get it, they just they get beaten down and say, screw it, and they give up. And I see it in our business, they get so broken. Yeah. And um, it really, really bothers me. Yeah. Um, I hate wasted talent. It's like my OCD thing. I really mm-hmm. hate wasted talent in anybody, in, in any field. I can't stand it when talent does not realize, when people uh, don't live up to what they have in them. Um, sometimes laziness, sometimes all that. But when those outside forces break them. It really bothers me. So I always just say, you know, release some attachments and all that, but, you know, stay the course and do the work and stay in, stay in it and, and try to, you know, if you can't block up those forces, then use them as motivation, mm. you know, and that's just what this guy did. And that, that was his way of dealing with it. And look how it ended up for him. Yeah. That you know. was, that was ne- the royalty thing like blew my mind. Yeah, that was nuts. Yeah, that was crazy. Even in high school, he was, you know, he just, he was advanced two grades. 
And what, and right. then th- that he was smaller than everyone. He was yeah. now behind in schoolwork. So he, even that life was happening for him, not to him because mm-hmm. he, the only thing he could do was be in his room and draw. Like that was his release. So then he became a good right. cartoonist. But then just when he thinks it's going to help him, he tries to sign up for the school paper and he's like, okay, well I can bring value and I can kind of find my way and have friends this way. They don't publish his cartoons. So, but uh, he goes off to war to fight in the war and he, he ends up uh, becoming a, uh, he advances in the army and he gets promotions and he's like, and that gave him more confidence. But, um, yeah, but but he could have shut down so many times. He could have. And so my whole thing is the imposter syndrome is real. Uh, outside forces trying to dim your light is real. And um, I just don't want to see it. I hate seeing it happen. And I don't want to see it to happen to anyone that mm. um, certainly is listening to this show. And so I, I think that that was the healthy way to deal with it. Now, you know, Maria's way was to, re- was the healthiest way is when she released. And she was like, yeah, if another movie happens, great. But if not, no big deal. That was healthy. Mm. But the part of us just being like, we're out. We're out. Can't fight anymore. That's, you know. Then they win. They yeah. win. They win. You know, and um, and that's and not very that, Christmas Eve Eve spirit of y'all. No, but it could be if now you take <laughs> this into your new year and say, "Boom!" You know what? Yeah, I'm going to mm-hmm. own it. I'm not going to let my light be dimmed. That's right. And if I have my moments of doubt, then lean into those moments mm-hmm. and just work harder. You know, mm-hmm. you know, so yeah, um, I like I I just want to say like something I'm I feel like I really want to try for this year is just kind of like taking accountability for more of like that kind of stuff, right? Like looking at that and seeing instead of because it's so easy to take that as just like a hit and get down from it, but I'm like, no, okay, no. what like what can we what can we do with this? Who can we talk yeah, to? Like, yeah, I'm yeah. lucky, the, you know what I mean? Yeah, what's the lesson? What, well, that was yeah. um, that's from Dr. Kim De Rama. What's the mm, good? There's got to right. be some good in this. What is it? Right. There's always some good. It's, there always it's, is. By the way, even, listen, you know, even if you, you know, go out to a party and uh, let's say you go to a family, this, the Christmas events and things like that, and you go to these uh, Christmas parties and uh, and someone doesn't treat you well or someone's disrespectful or like we know can happen, the good that comes out of that is now you. it's so how, what's revealed to you. You kind of know where these people are at. You also know what your blind spots are. Like, why this bothered me? Why did this bother me so much? But there's always something good, and that's what you have to. I like that. That's Dr. Kim DeRamo and My Body. Her book is such a quick, easy read. You guys talk about a really good stocking stuffer. I mean, I don't know if you can get it in the next two days. Amazon, um, heck yeah, you can. Let's go. Yeah, probably. And I'll tell you, it's a really easy read. Where some mm. of this other stuff, I know to me, it's like uh, hieroglyphics, but but this is not, and it's not even that many pages. Mine is like so yellowed and dog-eared, but uh, I've been getting a lot of good stuff out of it, and um, I'll, I'll I'll keep sharing it as I'm going. But I, I that's been a good. As a first-time mom with a baby, I'm always on the go, whether it's running errands, getting my coffee, going to doctor's appointments, or just spending quality time with little Athena. And that's why I rely on wonderful pistachios to keep me fueled and ready for anything, no matter where I am. Kevin even keeps us bag stashed in the nursery. 
you know, for the nighttime hunger moments. Wonderful pistachios comes in a variety of flavors and sizes, making them the perfect snack to have literally anytime, whether I'm enjoying them during a quick break in between taping this show or I'm on the go and it's in the diaper bag. I do carry it in my travel bag and they're in my car. At this point, when I'm leaving the house, I think keys, wallet, wonderful pistachios. (laughs) Bonus, Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts with six grams of protein in every one ounce serving. So on top of all that, they keep me feeling satisfied. I'm energized while I'm juggling all this crazy stuff in life. Next time you're looking for a convenient and guilt-free snack, head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com and stock up on your favorite flavors today. Minus the sweet chili. Technique. The other thing is, Kelsey, I talked about on one of the Lonely Guy shows, you know, inspired by you was your your birthday gift to me which was the you know the book of all those wonderful love letters and gratitude letters from you and everyone from RGF the RGF family and uh, all the photos it just was awesome you know so for years i just when i get nice thank you cards from the host of afterbuzz all over the years i just would put them in a shoebox so I had this overflowing shoebox in my office for the longest time. And uh, years ago, I went and bought, I found a, like a scrapbook that had plastic sleeves to enable you to slide whatever scraps you want to put in those sleeves and have them be protected. And, um, you know, being that it's, we're, we're ending my year and I always end my year organizing, minimizing, um, streamlining one of the things was when I got to my office, I'm like, you know, I finally want to deal with this. So pulled up the shoebox and I pulled out the cards and I started arranging them into the sleeves and, you know, just a little masking tape, a little roll of masking tape put behind the card. And I would, you know, fasten it to the construction paper and then you'd have the sleeve to protect it. And, um, I was surprised because I thought Mary was going to be annoyed. She's like, Oh my God, what a great idea. She's like that. I'm, I have so many great thank you cards. I don't know what to do with, but I love that. the nice thing is now between the book you created in this book, it's just nice to have for a pick me up. So not only is am I more organized and the stuff's not buried, but I can pick this up, you know, Roxy, you know, um, one of my dear friends, uh, you know, you guys, if you listen to the tomorrow show that we used to do years ago, Roxy was my co-host and I've known Roxy, God, we've known each other now. It's scary. Talk about time flying. It has to be 14, 15 years. I mean, since she was 17, uh, 18 years old. Yeah. Um, but Roxy gave me a book called the book of Kevisms. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever seen it, Kels. I saw it on your wall the other day. Yeah, I got to let you, <laughs> but you know what? You got to open it up. I need to look through it, yeah. So, she, so here's another thing that's great too is is to give to someone, even from to make, is, you know, these books you can make now online, you give, you send them the photos, um, you upload the photos and you upload the text you want and they literally make a book and bind it. She made one called The Book of Gevisms and it's all the insane quotes that I say, all the, you know, stuff, I mean, uh, I know on RGF we have ours, JFF, and we have so many, and they're all on our Bebo. and they're all on our um, merch. And they're in our merch, right? So I we know. have our. Uh, I'm actually sporting my RGF. Yes, he is right now. And we have a really sick um, little reel of Kevin and I rocking the hoodies that I think we should post today. Yeah, shout saying. out to shout out to Stephen the Mew, a man That's at right. thirty, who made that for us. Thank you, Stephen the Mew. Um, but. 
all the quirky, ridiculous faces I've sent her over the years, um, she put in a book with pictures of all of us. And uh, again, when you're, you have too much stuff around you, um, you know, and you're disorganized, you know, the stuff gets buried. But now that I was able to clean everything up and I have the stuff prominently displayed, it's nice, but it's also nice to have these things organized because you can pick them up at when at times you need them. So maybe you've gotten nice letters from people, um, or even, you know, and you don't know what to do with them. You put them in nice places like this. Like I, I love the scrap that scrapbook idea because when you have those moments, you go, oh, I know I'm just going to pick this up and remember who I am, or remember I the that. friends I have, or the loved ones I have, or. So, and they're not um, just thrown around everywhere. This is, I'm yeah, like, no, I, that's just, my issue. Because <laughs> yeah, I, well, it's everyone's. It was mine too. Yeah. I mean, my I was at least better in putting them in a shoebox. But what is that? I know I have them in a plastic bag in my like. like I mean, that's good. That's drawer. better than everywhere. But, but at I the same never time, look at them. No, no, and and you know, the other thing too about hanging on to things. And now I'm really getting minimalist. But it is the end of the year, and this is if you if you're the person who has the energy and has this week to say to yourself, Hey, I'm going to organize my life with this time off so I can go into that new year feeling lighter, fresher, better. We, I've never known anyone unless you're really crazy person. I've never known anyone that hasn't cleaned and organized and then been like, Oh my God, I feel so much better. Right. Kelsey, like you, you the most recent example. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I throw out so much stuff. I feel so much better. Right. I was so not well on Monday and all, and I was like, Kelsey, it makes you better. It makes you feel better when you clean. I cleaned, put on my headphones, Mm -hmm. jammed to music for three hours and just went through everything. That's why they call it, by the way, Kelsey, that's why they call it occupational therapy. Thank Mm. you. Ida Kendall. She's the one. I'm like, how come I feel better? She kept, matey. She's a matey. Maybe she's like, why do you think they call it occupational therapy? That's what it is. Oh, yeah. So it's, it's awesome. therapy, but you you but you also feel lighter. You feel better. By the way, this is what I did. You were having a rough week, and I was like, mm-hmm. oh hell no, you're not going to that office that was cold <laughs> and you. bad lighting and clutter yeah. everywhere. I'm like, no, not happening. And you know, so at the very least, like, listen, I can't fix what's ailing your heart, but you can be in an environment mm-hmm. that makes you feel better, uh, or at least not feel worse. But when you have all that stuff around you. You don't. Destroys your mental But I will say, no, when it comes to sentimental items, it's almost, I don't know if this is going to make the analogy, but remember how I say with with alcohol, the the less you drink, the better it tastes? Yeah. Um, The less of the stuff you have, the more valuable what you do have is. Mm. So I'm so grateful I have my dad's three fire helmets. And these things like have like they're bent this great i mean he would tell me that this is a flaming door fell on me this is when i you know but they're my prized possessions i also have some of his uh and my grandfather's cement tools i didn't know that yeah but you know i'm just grateful i have those like i know but but when i think of maria's family they're hoarders so they keep everything i said to maria like, maria like i get you're famous so your stuff has a different value but there's just so much stuff. And I'm, I've tried to, I mean, I've have organized it and labeled stuff. Like we literally have a vault in Connecticut and there's a whole wall that is just boxes and boxes and boxes of stuff. Um, but I say that when you organize this stuff and you streamline and you, you know, and you, it, it, it's, it's more valuable to you 
um, when you have it, but also and you like know I what said, you have, <laughs> and you know what you have too. Well, that's the other thing too. Yeah, I, I every time I do it, I'm like, wait, I have this. I didn't even realize I had this. Same, you know. So, um, but I do want to give you that tip about letters and cards and putting them mm. in a in a folder and then being able to refer to them. And and also to the same token, it's just such a great gift to give somebody, you know. And and I'm I've been grateful. Maria's done for me. Roxy's done for me, and Al Kelsey has. And they're precious, you know, like I'm, especially where I, I'm always about, I want to continue to minimize. I want to be less, do less consuming this year, upcoming year. But those things are very precious to me and they feel, you know, and I, 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 I think they really do help um, in so many ways. So I just wanted to share that. The other thing was Kelsey, and this is a little, uh, it's a little TMI probably um, and but I, I i want to share it because someone out there i could speak to so i i will tell you there's a reason why when we go to the bathroom we like to read and i don't know if it's more men than women but you know i think it puts you into first of all it distracts you second of all it puts you into a relaxed state and then what happens is you're you're able to release <laughs> much easier and i think that's why you know, we all do that. The problem that I have is because I'm so into the phone or the computer for work, I'm just over inundated with this blue light. And I really do yeah. think there's something to the circadian rhythms where I'm just overexposed to this blue light. And I am wearing the blue light blockers. I'm wearing them right now. And if you, you, if you see me in any of the video shows, I know RGF isn't video, you know, I'll be wearing these. If I'm not, then I, there's a problem. I need to be wearing them. But at the same time, still, it's on my skin. You know, I don't know if these things are 100%. And yeah, if I'm working on a script, great. But often, I'm on Facebook Marketplace looking at classic cars. I mean, <laughs> you know, or, or YouTube. I, get, I go down that rabbit hole. And now YouTube has YouTube Shorts, which is basically like because they just copy TikTok. But, man, you get yeah. one funny video and it's like, ah, next one. Next, yeah. and my, so what I did was, and I'll show you, Kelsey, what I did ended up doing in my bathroom was I, um, over my toilet, you know, rather than sometimes you might have a towel rack, sometimes you might hang a picture. I actually, you know, they, they sell these shelves now that have lips on the front. Kelsey, you've seen, you had them in the studio. Now we're renovating the studio, but behind your oh yeah, yeah. hosting station, mm -hmm. it's, it's shelves. They have a lip on the front and the lip enables you to put a book or a frame right. without having to nail into a wall and hang. So it's actually very nice because I've been able to – I've used a lot of these. Um, I framed a lot of Maria's magazine covers. But rather than wanting to jack all my walls, I hang a couple of those. And you've seen it in Maria's office. And they just are just positioned nicely. You just sit them on there, and it's great. And by the way, side note on that, because we always want to give you as much takeaway as possible. If you are doing organizing this year and you with pictures – um, I did that because I wanted Maria to remember who she was, mm. you know, when the tumor and all that happened and she was so beaten down by the places she worked at. And I'm like, no, you need to remember who you are. No, no. Guess, guess what's the difference between you and literally every person 
<laughs> in your end of the business now and in the past, even Mary Hart, who I love. You know what the difference is, Maria? You've been on major magazine covers. You've had national commercial campaigns. You've starred in multiple TV and, and, and movies, amongst other things. And guess what? They've all done their best to dim you and make you forget it. And, yeah. and, and Jedi mind trick you into thinking otherwise. Well, guess what? Here you go. Facts. I'm putting all this up and this is what you will see. So don't you forget will see it. Your, you will see your Emmy mm. certificate. You will see, you know, your magazine covers. You will see all the many celebrities you've interviewed. By the way, you go to Connecticut now. And you know that, you know, there's a library there. And guess yep. what I did? Every all the presidents. Pre- Ray has yeah. interviewed all the presidents. And guess what I did? And Hillary Clinton. And I, I made huge canvas. And by the way, there's great companies out there, you guys, that will put your pictures now on canvas frames and poster size. I mean, it's like so much you can do now. Click, click, click in click, two seconds click. by uploading a photo. And for really affordable. And like, yeah. why hang art today? Or buy art when you could take great photos and hang those. But I hang all those in Connecticut because I'm like, no, Maria, you will. You will be reminded of who you are. That's who you are. On top of mm-hmm. all that, and like I said, you've interviewed all the presidents too, on top of that. And you're the only one that interviewed the entire Obama family in what was our nation's most historic and amazing election. And ABC News said you were one of the main reasons why that interview. Facts. But you... And me both both have somehow oh. forgotten this, and not somehow by design. But guess what? I'm here to remind you, and those photos are going to remind you. And also, by the way, in Connecticut, when you come into the house, you will look up there, and you will see whose house you're in. So maybe you'll think twice if you're going to be disrespectful in my home to Maria, to my wife. Word. Can I tell you a great moment in history? Even yeah. though we just keep canceling historical figures, not realizing <laughs> they're all multifaceted and we can't judge our time by those other times. Tell George me. Washington. Okay. Talk about this being a badass maneuver. So there were a group uh, during the Revolutionary War, there was a group called the Tories. Okay. And the Tories were the people who lived here that were still supporting England, and they were still loyal to England and the crown. It wasn't everyone here who wanted to break away from England. Many people were like, no, we just, we're used to England. We're used to having a king. It's how it's been for the last whatever, how many, 50 years or 100 years we've been here. About 100, yeah, 100 and something years, whatever. It depends how far they, they go back to the Mayflower. But anyway... They were called the Tories. And um, Washington and his men came upon a dance that the Tories were having. And there were some British soldiers there. So they captured basically the soldiers. And they came in. And all the Tories were like, oh, my God, they're going to slaughter us because we've heard all these stories about them. They're like maniacs. They're wild men. And George Washington's like, we will do no such thing. He's like, and, by the, and, and on top of that, Keep dancing. But just know now you're dancing under the American flag. They took down the British flag, put up the American flag, go back to your dance. And so when you come into that library, go ahead, say and do whatever you dance, want. Be yeah. just a striker, but look up there. Yeah. 
that's whose house you're in. Mm-hmm. Carry on. <laughs> so come and go. All of you know people that you know that I don't have control over that are friends and okay or family members that want to continue to be like <clears throat> you're nothing. You're just a poor girl, and your parents are just poor janitors. Where the okay, great. Have your fun, but look up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And by He's the way, pretty look, baller in there. And, and, and by the way, look high up. Because yeah. the ceilings are pretty darn high, aren't they, Kelsey? They're very high. Yeah, so know where you are. But anyway, I give, I, I, again, I don't want to go vibrate too low. I'm just saying sometimes you can put those things up to remind yourself of who you are. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's who you are. Like, Maria, that's you. Okay? And she was recently saying how, you know, she's like, now I want to downsize. I want to, we just both want to get rid of as much clutter. And the one thing we're switching over to I don't love the, the digital frames. They really aren't as good as you think. They're, they're not really big in size, but you can take a $200 pretty big size TV and put all your pictures on like a, oh, that's a memory card and flip them into the computer and turn on the TV and let all your pictures. So now you've organized all your photos. That's You're fun. not taking like up that. all these walls and it rotates as you come in and out. So I think that's something we're going to move to in the future. But I, I will say... If you are going to be putting together, I say put photos up to remind yourself of who you are. But also, if you're going to put them up, I love these shelves with a lip on them. But mm. getting back to the bathroom, I'm, I just put a bunch of them above the toilet. And I'll tell you why. So now when I sit down to do my business, rather than get on YouTube and watch wrestling videos from 1975. <laughs> Steamer watching, I think the executioners take home, take on Dean Ho and Tony Gurria. And this is how like, this is again, like what is that doing for my brain, Kelsey? Nothing. Like once in a while it's okay, but, sure. um, but uh, I digress. It's okay. It's like all of us on TikTok. It's well, bad. or whether or not, you know, it used to be for me like Instagram and like what, what yeah. was coming out of that FOMO and it did nothing good. Like just like, right. so what I've done is I have all these, first of all, we're blessed with this show. We get great books all the time, but I have so many great self-help books. Um, some have been gifted to me. Others I bought on my own and didn't have a chance to read or others I read, but guess what? Like that information kind of comes and goes. And sometimes you read these books and they hit you at a time where you, where they resonate, but then other times like you read it and you go, ah, but then you reread them again and you go, Oh, wait a second. Oh, wait, this hits me in a way different way. I understand this in a way. I need this right now. Whatever's in this book, I need right now. So now by having that above, having these couple of shelves above the toilet, I have maybe eight book. It fits about eight books of books that I can pull down and whatever my angels, and again, I believe in messages like this, want me to read in that moment, I'm going to read and probably get something out of it that I need to get in that time without blue light, without stuff that is not, you know, constructive for me. And it's great because it's, it's basically like, it looks like a little library, but it's hidden because awesome. it's, it's above the toilet. So, you know, it's not like you, you don't see it from outside, but what a great, um, it's just a great way for me. Cause I, and again, I don't have a lot of time to sit and read, right? but that would be the time. You know, even if it's just a couple of pages or a chapter, yeah. I don't know. So anyway, so that's, no, I uh, love that. I've done that so, to my bedroom. I have no electronics ever. So I've, good. I've no, I leave my phone in the bathroom. I don't have a TV good. in my room. I just have my books. 
So that's like when I, and I'm the same way, I can maybe do like five pages at night, but like at least it's five pages. No, no, I'm that's wonderful, Kelsey. No, yeah. I mean, I'm really proud of you for that. I still, Thanks. you know, I've had, I had a couple of nights that was, I've done no, no podcasting. Then a couple of nights that I've fallen off the wagon. Yeah. Merry Christmas Eve, Eve, Kelsey. And unto you. So Kelsey, listen to me now. Christmas Eve. Christmas um, Eve. So here's a kind of a weird thing. Um, Maria was really, so we have Costa as a caretaker was also like his partner and she's amazing Demi, but Demi came out to, um, Demi came out to LA to be with her family. And we just never liked leaving Costa alone because of his sugar. And, um, and then Maria was like, God, Kevin, I, am I, I don't, I'm not going to my mother for Christmas. I want to be with my dad. Um, and, uh, I just said, you know, if you can handle it, getting back on a plane, go. I mean, we've been on so many planes. I physically know it would be a lot for me to get on a plane. But more than anything, I just didn't want to ask Kelsey or Violetta to take care of the dogs. Because they, again, Ben, don't break. I don't want to. I want them to have rest, restful Christmases. So I was like, I'll stay behind. Um, and I'm JFF. Great content. But I think uh, Roxy is also here. Roxy is, usually goes to Boston, but she's staying here. So Roxy and I are going to get a, a nice steak dinner somewhere. We'll get a nice – and it'll be good for us to catch up. So Yeah, that'll be nice. That'll be nice. And then Christmas Day. I want to see you guys, though. Yeah, maybe we will. Maybe we'll find a way to scam. Mm-hmm. Um, Christmas Day, like, I, you know, I'm on the fence because it would be so easy to have – have Deb, Doug, you and Erica over and Kelsey. And I think, I mean, in uh, Roxy and also Kathy Kelly, yeah. uh, old after buzz from WB, she's in town and was like, you know, maybe we all should. And it would be so easy for me to do it, but I just, I'm also, I got to try to rest and like, I just keep pushing. Yeah. So I don't know. So no, we events. can just come over and give you a hug. I feel like that sounds like a lot. I maybe it would be like the dessert crowd. Right. We can be like, hey. Do you guys eat, do you guys like Italian or are you guys yeah. all racialist yeah. about no, your no, no. Uh, diet? Is it all No, like- I'm the only one who's racialist. They okay. love everything. Oh my god, and my ge- dad and my- genderist. Oh yeah. No, my grandma used to make my nanny um, used to I'm, make like insane Italian food and my dad would like woof all of it. And- I mean I could also you know, Violetta's family wants me to come over. I could go over to see them too. But I, I You could also well- come hang out with us. Yeah, I know, and I I could, but like I said, just the something. If it also, sounds, the yeah. something would be very cool about you know just watch some content. My Celtics are playing. I got you know I got I got things going on, and uh, you know there's also my annual tradition, Kelsey, which I told you about. It's on Christmas Eve, listening to Coast to Coast on AM radio. Oh yeah, that's a right. lot of people <laughs> who are more messed up and lonelier than I am. Right. Uh, call into that show. And uh, I don't know. It's just I just can't believe that you haven't met Deborah, Doug, or Erica. So I need to at least do a drive-by and yell at you from the window. Hey. Yeah. Well, also, they probably need to know, like, who the hell's been in their daughter's <laughs> life for... I think they know. That's just significant. They know who you are. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So many years. Um, we'll figure it out. We'll so, figure Kelsey, it out. For, so, Kelsey, for you now... Mm-hmm. Your Christmas Eve. What do you? What do you? What's the family thinking? Were you just winging it, playing it by We're ear? We're winging it. They're actually I so. I grab. So my parents come in tonight around um, six ish. I grab them from LAX, and then Erica comes in Saturday night, and then they're all staying at my apartment Friday and Saturday. They're staying at my apartment um, Christmas Eve, so we'll just chill. It's nice though. Everyone like my whole complex is gone. They're all home for Christmas, so it's just quiet. Like. 
yeah, I'll be, I don't know. We'll either make food or whatever. And then, um, my parents got an Airbnb, um, kind of between Santa Monica Malibu area. So then we'll go over there next week and do stuff from there and just chill. Like, honestly, we're very much like like no plan. Yeah. they're, Yeah. They're chill. Thank goodness. Yeah. I'm like, I don't want to, I, the only plan I have next week is I have, I'm giving blood on Wednesday for an experiment for Dr. Allison. And Uh, that is, (laughs) so my mom's going to give blood with me, but that's it. Like we're honestly so relaxed. Just, they just want sunshine. So it'll be nice. Yeah. Yeah. No. And the, and the sun will be good for them because yeah, yeah, they'll be grateful. Yeah. Well, I'm excited. Maybe we should, um, should we do some, uh, we could go to the Heel Squad Instagram on Christmas Eve for a minute. Yeah, we should. Just say hi to everyone. Yeah. Do a little I think live. It, yeah, we should. I love we should it. do something. Maybe if we can. Um, oh, Kelsey Alexander Meyer. I just uh, I think the world of you, you know that. Um, shout out to oh, Poogee Pooge. Shout out to Elaine. Little All the Elaine. queens. All the queens. By the way, so Elaine is in, I know Elaine is in Washington. She drove a little. <laughs> she, she texted me in, a picture today that she had just shoveled the driveway. Snow. Yeah. <laughs> and then she, she got did. her mom's car stuck. I know. That's what I said. I was like, of course you did. <clears throat> of course you just shoveled the driveway. And what about um, Pooji? Is Pooji in New York? Pooji's back in Jersey. Yeah. She's in Jersey. And uh, wow. And Scamalina, Carolina. Scamalina's on, in DC with the fam, with the fam recuperating yeah. from her, her surgery. Yes. Yeah. So everyone's uh, chilling. And by the way, and while all this is going down, Jeff Graham, the father of Christmas <laughs> Eve Eve, is having the most amazing toboggan speak right now. Slow coffees, tobogganing, he said virtual golf. Unreal. Um, yeah, cookie well, parties. Cookie parties, just winning. The magician, the Christmas Eve oh, yes. magic. The Christmas, Christmas Eve magician. magician tomorrow night. Oh my God. <laughs> Unreal. I love it. Except Kelsey. Hmm. I need to get, listen, I need to get some East Coast people on the phone uh well, next time we broadcast because there should be more outrage about this Christmas brunch business. I mean, I've heard of Easter brunch, like but Christmas brunch. Yeah. Stop the madness. It's a little surprising what we, to me. Yeah. What are we from doing? them, to be honest? What are we doing? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I think they're I literally do think they're burnt out. Yeah. I think they're really Christmas. By, by Christmas Day. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I'm and I'm more the that's what boxing day's for. That's the next day. Right. You know, that's where we like, okay, whoosh, we all breathe and you know, right. You know. Yeah, they're failing us. Yeah, they're not. They're not finishing well, the marathon. Out of fairness, I said they're they are so far ahead in the score that they think they can cruise Christmas Day. <laughs> but that's where, see, we could catch them. Mm. You know, because we could just kill it Christmas Eve and then crush it Christmas right. Day into Christmas night. Right. I was saying that to my mom. I go, Mom, I miss when my grandmother was alive, and you know, she was gone when I was like twelve. But she had a really big heart, and she, that's when it was the total Italian family Christmas. Yeah. And uh, Christmas Eve, all Christmas Day, Christmas night, uh, it was nice. And then you know, when she passed, you know, that was it. Like, there was no one, you know, there was, that was the glue. Yeah. It was never the same after that. Um, that was kind of us, too. Whenever my grandma would visit, like, we've never been huge. Like, my mom will, like, we'll have dinner and sit but we're small like we're a small family i don't also have the next gen- it's hard the next generation like i know my, you know my mom is like she, she she was a working mother so she's yeah. just like yeah 
We are just poor because like we didn't have family around us. So we were always like invited to You know what I found? I found the turkey breast they make now that's not you don't even have to stuff it on the bone. It's 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 the small turkey breast. I can cook it in an hour and it's fine. Easy. But when Nunny would come, we would always cook about practicality and not about the yeah. The actual, yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. Yeah. When my my grandmother or Lita, they were like DFC down for the cause. Mm-hmm. Um, and Violetta, you know, that, that family, the, their Violetta's daughters help and they throw, they, they, they do the mix. But I told you now I had to, you know, insinuate myself as I always do go too far. That's why I limit me and just in doses. That's why I really, again, I want to apologize for this week and I'm going to apologize early for, we'll be doing, um, uh, we'll be taping Monday uh, early in the morning, ask the manager, we'll be taping for you guys, but I'm just trying to give Marie and Kelsey some space, especially for next week. But it definitely is a little too much, Kev. This is where, <laughs> you know, just in doses, but I did force the Italian catering onto Violetta. So they, they do Italian mix every I love Christmas it. now. Um, all right. Well, Kelsey, well, Kevo, not much else to say. Grateful for you. Merry Christmas Eve, Eve. Merry Christmas Eve, Eve. I am so excited for the rest of my day today. You did not say and unto you. And unto you. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. And unto you, and unto you, and unto you. I am so sorry. Wow. Uh, but I am sorry, honey. I'm it's been a long preoccupied. day. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and I'm just excited for my day today. I want to, yeah. like, I got to get, I want to wrap up here because I got to get out there. I got to be popular. Hell I gotta, yeah. You know what I mean? I got to just, yeah. Hand out some bottles, some gift cards. That's right. Yeah. Should we go out with Ava? What do you think? I don't. I just confused because it's Christmas. I know. It just doesn't seem right, Kelsey. Okay. Hit me, hit me with um, a Christmas song. No, I. You know what though? I yeah. I feel. I'm really torn. I didn't think this one through, Kelsey. I mean. I, I didn't. I, I really, always pull Ava because we already did some Christmassy things. And we haven't played Ava in a minute, and that might pump some people up on their Christmas can I Eve. Just, can I just quickly say to you all, um, you go to YouTube, and if you want to type in vintage Christmas music or vintage holiday classics, I, they have music from the 30s, 40s, and 50s, like old-time radio shows. I now play it for the dogs in the kitchen all day, and there's like a little it, – it's really cool. I'm just saying, I digress. Oh, yeah. I, I, was I'm sorry. I digress. But it's been very cool. Yeah, the dogs like the music. Very, very cool. Yeah. Let's see what we All have. All right, here. DJ Kev's gonna pull up pull up something. Surprise yeah, me. I'll, don't worry, kids. I will find something. Let's see. Oh, stop it. Stop it. <laughs> I just the modern things because the singers today in a lot of these modern songs that the two into hearing themselves that hearing themselves sing. You know what I mean? They're well, too yeah, into like I, yeah, aren't I amazing? I There's the frills and the nonsense yeah, and, the, and the, <laughs> <laughs> the pointing to the yeah. sky with the eyes closed. No. But I will say pentatonics is not like that. I like pentatonic. Well, they're just all very talented. 
There we go. When I was oh, in yeah. jazz choir, we really left up to the pentatonics. You did? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, Kelsey, we went long, people, but um, out of all the Fridays, this might be the most your day. Amen. You know, we've said often Fridays for the men, Fridays for the women, Fridays for the people. Mm-hmm. But this Friday on Christmas Eve Eve, come on. Come on. Well, let me add this one wrinkle. Hmm. It's your day in the sense you get to give to all these people and feel good about yourself. But on this very special regular guy Friday, Christmas Eve Eve, it's kind of it is kind of about all the people out there that are working hard and need to be seen and the ones you need to be grateful for. Yeah. I think. Let me You're not make, wrong. Yeah, let me make that amendment. Facts. I'm here Facts. for that. Period. I'm here for that. I like that. Anyway, listen, you guys. A couple of things to remember. One, at least for this week, can we just be a little kinder, a little more forgiving, um, a little more generous, right? A little more empathetic. And two, try to remember why we're here. That's why I think we're here. Help one another. Get likes. Be popular. No. What is it? Be popular and get likes. Yeah, well, obviously. Have a few laughs. That's given. Be kind. Learn from our mistakes. Yes, okay. Learn from our mistakes. Help one another. Have a few laughs along the way. Mm -hmm. And now, Kelsey, if you would be so kind to take us out on our second to last show before the end of the year. And go check out our RGF merch. If you don't have a sweatshirt, twin with Kevin I. Kevin me? Kevin me. Yes. So, maramanunos.com. It's on Did there. You, do you guys have some kind of scam where they tag us if they get five the Heck yeah! Get mer- when you get your merch, post a picture on Instagram and tag us and we'll okay. repost you. Can I, can I, make a, I know I'm over asking, but may I say that huh. I'm going to ask for the soft smile peace sign when you have your hoodie and the it. picture you sent us. Now, if that doesn't somehow make you uncomfortable, then you can do the goofy tongue out with a wink. Yes. Tell right. better. Thank you. How about Elaine nailed that? Elaine, Elaine nailed that. Couldn't do by betches. Right. Not so good with the soft smile peace sign, but then when she went with the tongue out, I yeah. was like, wait a second, what? It was like, yeah, she really nailed it. It's like sports. We, we, we learned, no, we learned she's an amazing three point shooter. Right. Right. Not good at driving, you know, not great at defense, but then all of a sudden we didn't know. She had a great outside shot. Who knew? Right. Who knew? So when you send so us a picture yes. of, with the merch, I want to see a soft smile peace sign, or you can have the tongue out, winking with one eye, and go with a goofy smile. Anyway, you guys, Merry Christmas Eve, Eve, and Kelsey. And unto you. Merry Christmas Eve, Eve, you, Kelsey. Merry Christmas Eve, Eve, to you, Kev. Yeah. What a day. It's going to be a good day today. It's going to be a great really, day. Really love my Really, I'm... Yeah, being genuine when I say I'm loving Christmas Eve Eve more than Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. Is that I crazy? Know. No, it's fun. It's a good day. All right, Kelsey, if you would, please. It's a good day. All right, everyone. Bye, betches. Kelsey, Merry you're Christmas losing Eve your Eve. power. Kelsey. <laughs> That's a bitch. No, you're getting, you're becoming human, Kelsey. No. Bye, Go Back batch. to the sorority girl who's totally yeah, detached know. and amazing. <laughs> One more time. Please. Bye, betches. Kelsey. Wait, what? I thought it was good. Remember how we used to be? Batch. There you go. Bye, Betches. Betch. 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 Merry Christmas Eve, Eve. Betches. And on to you, (laughs) Betches.
so much for watching this video. We love you so much. We hope you love it. No, we really, song, come on. I hate this part of the Pentatonics video. I just want to hear the song. Okay. <laughs> Merry Christmas Eve, Eve Pentatonics. Hey, Hill Squad, we have been on quite the journey together, and we're hearing from so many of you just how much this show is helping you heal and get better, and it makes us feel so good. We love, love, love it, and we just ask that you don't keep it to yourself. Spread the message and share the show or your favorite episode with your friends. And if you want to help us even more, you can leave us a five-star rating and a comment on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and follow us on Instagram at Heal Squad. You can also DM us anytime because we love connecting with you. And finally, you can also join us on Patreon for our monthly live heal events with world-class healers and ad-free episodes exclusive only to Patreon and our Super Heal Squad for as little as $10 a month. So go to patreon.com backslash heel squad to join. Getting better isn't easy, friends, but as I say all the time, it's a whole lot easier if we can do it together. We love you all so much, and we love doing this thing called life with you.